How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola energy. Energy you want, taste you love. Glad to have back with us Alex Paz. Alex is a port truck driver at the Twin Ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach, and he has been since 2006. Now, until recently, he worked as a misclassified, quote, independent contractor for Total Transportation Services, Inc., TTSI. Now, they are one of the leading drayage firms in Southern California. And what these guys do is they haul cargo for big companies that most of us shop at, Target, Conica, Polo. Ralph Lauren, J. Crew, just some examples. Now, Alex participated in the White House Summit on Worker Voice in Washington, D.C. last week with President Obama in attendance. Alex has been on the show before, and he was on when he was misclassified as an independent contractor. More than a pleasure to have back port truck driver at the Twin Ports of L.A. and Long Beach here in Southern Cal, where I live and broadcast from, Alex Paz. Alex, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. More than a pleasure to have you with us. Hi, good afternoon, Lily. The pleasure is mine. How are you doing? Good. Now, first of all, you last week were joined by President Obama at the White House. Uh, with, tell us about this summit on Worker Voice first off, and then we'll hear about your experience having the president there and uh, what took place. But first of all, tell us about the summit at, on Worker Voice that you attended last week in D.C. Well, the Worker Summit, uh, the, the Worker's Voice Summit was basically they got basically all the all the workers all on the industry, uh, fast food. Uh, JK work, uh, workers, uh, the truck drivers, all everything in general, and basically it was just a summit just to see how could we all put our, our our heads together and bring up the middle class. And then, uh, as Obama said, that that's what he's trying to he's trying to do is basically raise the minimum wage, uh, get the middle middle class back to work because it's a new economy coming. So basically, they put all of us all together and basically brainstorm something where we could go ahead and change worker rights and stop misclassification. Alex, did you ever think years ago, back in 2006, when you started working at the Twin Ports of LA and Long Beach, that you'd be standing in the room with and having conversations with the President of the United States of America? Never, never in my lifetime I would ever would have thought that that I would have been after a while speaking to the President, to be honest with you. And by the way, your union made this possible, obviously, right? And uh, that's what unions do because, I mean, unions can get you in front of people that can make decisions and can change policies and can change lives. And certainly any president, but President Barack Obama, our current president, can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like our, you know, because we've been working. Uh, you know, I'm a Teamster Local Way for eight member, and uh, yeah, we work together, and and uh, you know, they made it possible for us to get us to that level, you know, so we could have our voices heard, and just to put a stop to misclassification and wage the and uh, raise the minimum wage. So it was, uh, it was a good experience. Alex, a few things. People may not remember, and some may when they've tuned in, if they have been listening for a while, that you were with me um, earlier this year, you were with me last year, and you used to be one of those who was misclassified. One of the things that I love about your story and the story of the folks working at those twin ports, um, with, and also one of the things I love about the Teamsters is they they fight like hell. They don't quit. Mm-hmm. They don't give up. And they I I've never heard of them losing. And I mean, and even if they lose a battle, they win the war. So let's talk mm-hmm. about this. You're you're a truck driver, so that people understand. And people understand who 
aren't in Southern California or may not be familiar with ports, the, this is the largest port complex in the United States of America, the twin ports of Long Beach and L.A. Now, you fought for and you won your right to be classified as exactly what you are, what you were then, and what you always should have been called and classified as, which is an employee. Um, now, you were a panelist at last week's summit at the White House, right? Um, yeah. And, and uh, let, let's go back, though. Talk about this because, you know, one of the things I think is great is you're an American success story, Alex. And all of those working at the ports of Long Beach mm-hmm. and Los Angeles are. And I think it shows not just for truck drivers, not just for port workers, for union workers, and honestly, for people that aren't in unions to, to see how good it is to be a part of a union, but that as Americans, that we have that freedom as a worker, as the little guy in a sense, to take on that big corporation to fight. And you know what? You won. You are an example of what makes this country great, an example of what makes leadership like the Teamsters and helping you and having a union and having your back great. Talk to us about your fight because there are people out there listening right now who are misclassified in other areas, as you know. And there are people out there who who may just feel like you know they're, they're all alone and they, they don't think they can win when it comes up to fighting a big corporation. But you and your fellow employees, along with the Teamsters, are an example of fighting and even better yet winning because I'm not I'm not referring to you as a misclassified worker but rather an employee today you, you know you don't have to say I'm fighting for this I'm fighting for that what it's doing to your family uh, the fear that you had to live with or without a safety net you, you don't have that now so talk to us about the fight and talk to us about the win well first off uh, well the fight was hard obviously because uh, when we started the fight basically you know it got to the point to the it's like when you wind something up so much it's, it eventually is going to snap and we got to that point well, we just snapped, and we just said, forget it, we're going forward, and we got to change the industry, not only not only for us, but for our families. And, yeah, the, the fight, the, the, it, was, it was a strong fight. I mean, it, it was, man, I mean, sweating tears came in into that fight, you know, from picketing, from striking, from testifying to the DLSC claims, to getting, the, uh, getting wrongful terminated and everything. It was a really strong fight, you know, and it, it really took, uh, to be honest, it took a lot out of uh, out of me and a lot of the coworkers. But we stuck together, along with the with the team, so we stuck together and we fought it, you know, tooth and nail, and to the point where we pushed the company to basically, you know, we pushed them to the point where they said, okay, you know, you guys are basically beating us up. You guys got us. We'll sit down and talk to you guys and talk to the teamsters, and we pushed them to that point. And now, and now, you know, I'm proud to say that right now, with all, with our perseverance and everything, all the hard work and dedication that we put to organize the company, you know, we're right now in the middle of negotiating our contract right now, our first uh, contract. And that's, and uh, a lot of the workers, especially at the terminals, I still organize in the ports. I talk to drivers and I tell them about the labor laws, how they protect the drivers. Don't be scared. There's a lot of labor laws uh, that protect the drivers, especially I believe a couple of days ago, a week ago. Jerry Brown signed another another bill to protect the, the to protect the drivers and also to penalize the companies that are misclassifying the drivers. So right now, a lot of labor laws are are on the employee's side. So people shouldn't be scared. They're not alone. They need help. They could come and talk to us, talk to the teamsters, or talk to whatever unions uh, you know represents your industry. And you know, just don't be scared because you'd be surprised how many labor laws are out there. And the win is there. We're going to win it, especially with the with the White House Workers Voice Summit. 
it, it sounded very promising that these are coming because there's a new economy coming about, and it's time to change it. And if we all stick together, we could change. We could change the. We could bring back the middle class again. Uh, and, and that's an important point. You know, I was asked years ago by another union actually to speak about the erosion of the middle <laughs> class. And um, there, there definitely is an erosion of the middle class. On that panel, and being a part of that panel, Alex, at the White House last week, you called on the president to do um, a few things, and one of which was to increase penalties on companies that engage in wage theft and tax fraud. Do you think if the penalties were increased prior to your fight, that you may not have had to fight, you may not have been misclassified? In other words... Are there not penalties severe enough that scare companies and prevent them from engaging in such activities? Yeah, well, basically the way I see it is I run out the companies, I guess the penalties or the fines are not that severe. It's like, you know, we get that, you know, we all have done it before where we get that parking ticket where, you know, you know you're going to get charged $25, but we're such in a hurry. We say, oh, I'll go ahead and pay the ticket, no problem. But if that parking ticket will say it's $1,000 you park here, we'll think twice to do the violation. We'll, go, we'll take our time to find somewhere to park. That's how it is for companies that misclassify their employees. The penalty is so minimal, the company is willing, nah, that's nothing, I'll pay it. But if we increase the penalties or the fines, don't think twice about misclassifying the workers. And if those labor laws were in place before we all started and everything, I have a feeling the, the port would have been organized a long time ago. A long time ago. You know, I I want people to know that I just think it's incredible. You know, I knew that someday you would be on and, you know, your fight would be behind you. But not the entire fight is behind you um, in in the sense that you can't rest because companies rear their ugly heads and practices uh, once uh, again, okay? Now, you won the right to be classified as an employee. You're now a member. Congratulations on that win and being a member of Teamsters Local 848. And congrats on being a panelist um, at the White House Summit on Worker Voice. By the way, this is the first ever White House Summit on Worker Voice. Now, you are a professional driver. You've mentioned your family, and you mentioned it when you were on the show before. Uh, You're married. You have two children. Um, so that people understand a little bit about your background, you were fired for filing a claim for wage theft, and you did mm-hmm. it with the California Labor Commissioner, um, and, uh, and, and and now you work for EcoFlow Transportation. Uh, you're in the process of negotiating your first union contract with the company and committee of coworkers. Um, I think that's awesome. Um, were you afraid, because there are people out there, who, whatever their gripe is with their company, but especially – if they feel that they're being misclassified or they're, you know, not being paid properly, they're not receiving the proper benefit, that their company is uh, raping and robbing them of what mm-hmm. is theirs legally. Mm-hmm. Were, were you ever afraid? Were any of your coworkers afraid? Because I would imagine some of your coworkers were like, well, hey, good luck, Alex, on that. You're Good luck on that, buddy. You go do that. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Well, that, that, that's the problem because a lot of these companies that they strive on fear, they want to strike fear on the worker for them to think twice to even go up against them. And, yeah, I was scared. You know, I was afraid. Obviously, you know, we're all human. We are afraid. But once you start a campaign, you just cannot show that company fear because the more if you show the company fear, they feed off of that. And that's why a lot of us, yeah, we were, we were scared when we were organizing. But we, we had to hide it and just say, you know what, we, we're scared, but we can't show. We cannot show them that we're weak. We got to show them that they're strong. And they just can't push us over like in, like any, like, you know, just push us over. They got to see us that we're solid, that we're strong, and we just cannot show no fear. And that and that's what it takes to win these companies and to beat them because, obviously, a lot, especially the poor trucking companies, they they thrive on that. They know when they have the, the, the drivers by them, 
they have the drivers in the palm of their hand, training where, you know, oh, if you do, if you drop out a claim, I will fire you. I will, you know, they strike fear. And that's one thing you cannot show to these employers, especially when you're trying to stand up for your rights and organize. Because once you, you dominate them and they show them that you're not scared, guess what? They're going to be scared of you already. And that's what happened with us. We show no fear, and it got us to the point where we're at right now. You know, I'm not, I'm not making this political, so don't misunderstand, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is we have people running for office, and whether somebody's on the left or the right, you have mm-hmm. people like Donald Trump who like to talk about how wealthy they are. And one of the mm-hmm. reasons Donald Trump is wealthy is for, from people like you. And mm-hmm. um, there are people out there who feel that there is one set of ideas that if we, you know, give tax breaks to rich folks, that's going to trickle down. I think we've all seen that hasn't worked. And then there's another idea, which is if you share in the economic growth and wealth that you have received because of these people's hard work and hard labor, that's going to grow not only your company and make you prosper, but it's going to grow the country because your workers will be more productive because they'll be treated better, they'll be paid better, and with more money, you buy more stuff, right? Uh, so really, what I'm what I'm saying is, Regardless of one's politics, I think that it is more than fair. And the reason that the White House convened this summit on Worker Voice last week is we need to explore ways and we need to ensure that people like you, people like me, and you know the rest of the middle class out there fully reap the benefits of the economic growth that people like you have created. The reason these corporations make so much money, right, the people who run the ports and the people who own the ports and the people who own the goods like, you know, the big stores like, you know, the Targets or the designers like Ralph Lauren, without you guys driving those trucks and getting their their product, you know, what what they want to get to the racks and have people buy, well, you got to get them – off the boat, out of those containers on the port. You guys are driving them, you know, all of that without you. In other words, you're, you're an integral part of their success, integral part of their wealth, because if the product's not on the shelf and I don't buy it, they're going to go down. So mm-hmm. I just want to stress to everyone listening what you and everyone else out there, what the Teamsters and every other union asking, is asking is just to be fair, right, to mm-hmm. share and exactly. the economic growth that the corporations get that's only made possible by the workers like you. Can you speak to that a bit, Alex? Yeah, well, obviously, because the pie is big enough for everybody. When you have that, when you have that one percent, take the whole pie and just leave whatever's left over to us. I mean, that. I mean, come on, man, that's ridiculous, right there. Yeah, there's no need for you to have five, ten yachts, five, you know, private jets or nothing like that. But spread the pie evenly, so your employees will be happy. And at the same time, because you know, it's true. Without us moving that freight, none of the consumers are going to get their products. And we're talking about big box retailers. We're not talking about no mom and pop stores. We're talking Target, the Walmart, the Costco's, Home Depot, the Lowe's. You know, you're talking Apple. I mean, you're talking, you're talking some heavy-hitting companies. And for them just to take advantage, and not only that, it's not only just the truck driver, but imagine the supply chain that it goes through. Because once it comes off the ship, you have to unload it. We pick it up. We deliver it to the warehouse. Then you got the warehouse workers out there that have to unload the container. So it's basically a chain. And when they're mis- mis- mistreating their employees and, and taking advantage, I mean, it, it's sad. You know, the pie is big enough for them to take care of us. And with all that, with them taking care of the employees, you know, a fair way, you know, we don't want nothing more. We just want some a fair pay for hard day's work. 
You know, and then, like you said, at the same time, the middle class. And, and isn't that how most of us were taught? <laughs> and isn't isn't that most of us were taught by whether our parents or our grandparents, even our great grandparents, that you know you mm-hmm. work hard and you'll be rewarded? I mean, where's the incentive to work hard if you, there's no reward? Exactly. Or and not even exactly. a reward, just being paid fairly, getting proper exactly. benefits, getting days off if you're sick. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, just these these companies just it just caught the greed already. It just got to the point where they just. It just got out of control, and, and us, we have, the, especially the middle class, has, has the power to stop that. <clears throat> so I believe the, the, the White House workers' voice, I mean, that's a, that's a great start for us to get the ball rolling and get this middle class back to work and, you know, and make the, because honestly, the middle class is the backbone of America, the reality, that's the truth. The middle class is the backbone of America. We just got to get it back. And the, the majority, and the majority uh, of America. Last but not least, because we have uh, less than a minute left. Um, well, is there something you want to share that you took away from the summit last week at the White House with our listeners? I just took uh, what I took right there is obviously that honestly one it was a, it was an honor to be there. I took I still can't believe it that I was invited to the White House Workers Voice Summit. But what I took from it is honestly I see a brighter future for not just me but for all all the workers out there, and we just got to work together and, and make it happen. And so far that's a big step. You know, we broke the concrete, and uh, and hopefully we get this going. And that's that's what I could, that I took from it. And I'm, I'm proud to be there. And whatever they need, I'm willing to help just to get this middle get the middle class back to work. Uh, one more thing: you have two children. You said right, boys, girls, yeah. one of each. What? Uh, yeah, I have a eight year old daughter and a four year old son. Okay, I have an eight year old son, seven year old daughter, similar. But the reason mm-hmm. I bring that up is someday your kids, yeah. hopefully. Mm-hmm. will benefit from the fight of the Teamsters, will benefit from the fight of you and all of the other truck drivers at the Twin Ports mm-hmm. and L.A. and Long Beach. And I'm sure they're proud of you and think you're an awesome dad anyway, and you get to meet the president and how cool that is. But seriously, mm-hmm. the work that you're doing, the fight you're doing, is to preserve the middle class, the working class, mm-hmm. for your kids and for mine. I thank you for that, and I'm sure your kids already think you're a rock star, but I hope they know mm-hmm. how great a fight that you uh, you know uh, led. And by the way, it also shows why it's necessary to have a union to have your back. Mm-hmm. Alex, thank exactly. you for joining us. Alex Passport, truck driver at the Twin Ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach. Check out the Teamsters. He's a great member of that great union. Follow them on Twitter, at Teamsters. Go to their website, Teamster.org. And also, you know, Justice for Port Truck Drivers, well, they got it because of their fight. Look at their example. Go to their website, JusticeForPortDrivers.org. How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love. How to show up with Coca-Cola Energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it! Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love.